0: Okay. Okay. Good out to everybody. Let's. Uh, as Hashem, you know, just just to remind us, one at least for me personally, one of the reasons why I'm learning the I don't know about you guys. One of the reasons why I'm doing it Friday morning is because Fridays, you know, Fridays can always take a turn. You know what I'm saying? Fridays can always take a turn. It's one of those days that it's, uh, you know, the, by, even by big tzaddikim, it could be a time of chayshach. and the name of the Melch in particular. Of all the tzaddikim, he used to say that Fridays were his biggest days of aliyah. And so the other tzaddikim used to say, yeah, by the Rebbe Melech, you know, he could penetrate the Chayshach and get to that place of Ari even on a Friday. So that's what, uh, at least that's what I'm trying to do. So, you know, Makash myself to the tzaddik that it should be a good day. We should go into Shabbos properly. So let's see uh, the piece that you have in front of you. It's the first piece. It's the first piece of Parshat Veyitz. Okay, so let's see what the Rebbe does Veyitz, Yaakov, and Shav, right? So opening Pasuk, Yaakov leaves Yaakov runs away, he leaves from Be'er Sheva, and he goes to Choran, to the place of Lavan, and the story continues. Near Lafarish, so again, the Rebbe Melech is going to take this Pasuk and explain what it means for every Yid. But again, you, know, you have to understand, just also to, to remind us, everything in the Rebbe Melech is speaking to every single Yid, but he's speaking to the Tzaddik of every Yid, you know what I'm saying? So it's speaking to that part of you that's a Tzaddik, so that's what he's going to be addressing. So, near Lafarish, Behekhtim, Lafarish Pasik. So, to explain this Pasik, we have to introduce an explanation of a different Pasik. It says, after when Amalek attacks us, after he sees him so it says, <laughs> That Yeshua weakened Amalek and his people, <laughs> with the sword. Right? So so the question that he's sort of asking between the lines is, why does it have to say that he weakened Amalek with the sword? I mean, how else are you weakening them militarily? So with weapons, I mean, that's, that's what you're doing. So what, what, what exactly is the addition with those words, lefi charev? So he says as follows, Amolik, which is the concentrated essence of Esav, so where does Esav's Kayach come from to have power over Kal Yisrael? Right? it's all in the schos of the kibrav that that Esav had towards Yitzchak. and in what way did Esav, you know, express his kibbutz with his sword? Right, as the pasuk says, that the things that he the prey that he caught, he would, he would feed Yitzchak. So the cherev over of Esav is not just a physical sword, it's a reflection of his chos, of his kayach, which comes from his sword, in other words, his aveim, his kibarav. And that's why Yitzchak says to Esav, alchar b'chasechyeh, you live by the sword, you know it's pirish, b'shvil mitzvusha sisa b'char b'cha, because of the mitzvah of kibarav that you did with your sword, that's where you're going to get your chiyas and el-mahazah from, and your hatzlocha is alchar b'cha. And that's why, like of Right? It doesn't say with your sword, right? Through your sword you will live. It doesn't say that, which would be more proper al, And the word pirish is al doesn't mean through your sword, it means because of your sword. In other words, in the, in the merit of what your sword represents, that's why you're going to be given Hatzlach. Okay, that's the sites. That's where race' is coming from. So now when Klai Yisrael, let's say Yeshua Nun, for example, he's trying to weaken Amalek. So there's always two different strategies. There's one... Sort of to concede, the power of Esav. Okay, that's that's your opinion. I'm not. I'm going to avoid that. I'm going to strengthen myself in other areas. Said the That's not correct. Yisrael kisharaitin lahachlish klaycha shel When klay Yisrael want to weaken the power of Esav, don't. You don't have to, you know, take Shanas out of the closet. You don't have to his kashrus. What you want to do mitzvah soy, ain't le the land. to really get rid of Esav, to really undermine his kaiches, what you want to do is usurp his sword. What you want to do is to show that your kibarav, your mitzvahs, that in the particular s'chus that that Esav has, you want to say that's nothing compared to the s'chus that I have in that Indian. And then what you're doing is you're mamish undermining his very kaiach. So he says, "Kehem kaimu, kheem kaimu kibud fulfills even in a deeper way than than Esav does. And the truth is, and, and this is true, Yaakov kibud of Yisrael. The truth is, Esav has you know a lot of schusim for kibud but it's not like Yaakov was not mechabit father. Other rabba, kaddish the major says that he was mechabit father even more than Esav on the bottom. In, uh, in, Marmuk, in, in, in in Gimel on the bottom they quote from Targ Mianeson over here in Breshis, to bring out this point um, it, 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 you see this by the way even in, on a simple level even in last week's parsha, when, when Esav when, when Esav is talking to, to Yitzchak and when Yaakov is talking to Yitzchak it's simply more respectful the way Yaakov talks Father please if it's okay to have some food and Esav barges in and says get up I have food for you He's speaking in a, in, a, in, a, in a much stronger way to his father. And Esav is kibaraveim, right? He's, he's mamash kibaraveim. The answer is, yeah, he's kibaraveim. But Yaakov, don't, don't think that Yaakov was not mecha'a father. He was actually mecha'a Yitzchak even more than Esav. So he says as follows, We know Chazal say that Esav, you know, he had a hard time finding prey in last week's parasha. And so what he did is he just took his dog. And that's what he prepared for Yitzchak. That's kibaraveim. I guess for an Esau, that's Kibarav. But like, you know, Yaakovin would never do such a thing. Forget kashras. That's not what Yitzchuk wanted. So you see already that Be'emes, even within Kibarav, Yaakovinu is greater. Nimsa, and if a person goes with that strategy to, in the territory of the Sitrahra, in the territory of Esau, to show how you're greater, even in his territory, Minei the Gemara lezel that that from the forest itself, You 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 make the handle of the axe to cut down the trees, so it's like from from the enemy himself from his own territory you'll be victorious. Vizel and that's the meaning going back to that pasuk that he quoted uh, when he started. V'yachal Yeshua right that Yeshua weakens Amalek Lefi charev with the sword. Pirish, it doesn't just mean the physical story, that's obvious. It means that the karev of Yeshua was being evoked in that mochama was the schus of Kibadav but not the Kibbut Av of Esav, the Kibbut of Yaakov, the schus of Kal Yisrael in the territory of Amalek. With that of himself, that's what give, um, gives Amalek the confidence to fight with Kal That's the karev that we have to weaken him. Okay, so that's, the, that's the concept. If you were able to that the real victory, in other words, what, what the point is, and he's giving an example of Kivar but the point right now is that in order to truly overcome the Sitra Achra, you have to go in his territory. In his territory, you have to, and, be, and, and make the axe to cut the trees from the forest itself. The Now let's go back to our parasha, so on the simple level, what's Yaakov doing? He's running away, he's running away from Esav, he's retreating from Esav. But the truth is, the way the Dinavich is teaching it, as we'll see in a second, he's not running away. This is this is how he's conquering Esav. How so? This is the meaning of the Pasik. The of Bereshava. He's leaving Bereshava, right? you do It's known. That place of Bereshava the the well that that the well of seven. Seven is always the seven spheres, right? Chesed, We're talking about Mamashalikus, and this is the well. From which the seven draw their energy. We're talking about uh, what's called Nesfarm Gar. We're talking about the Gimel Rishon. It's Chacham B'in Das, High Madregas, High Madregas, and Vayetz Yakim Bereshu. And Yakov is leaving those High Madrigas, Kharon, and is going to a place of Charun. What does that mean? <coughs> so he says, Sheidu again. Bereshu is Remes, the It means big Madrigas. Asher Yakov Vino. The Yaakovinu was and He was masakin all his and, and he got to that place of, of bina, the, the, the root of all seven. Kibuvur Sefer kaidish, and that's what all the Rambam talking about. They quote in the bottom different Amar about this. that therefore, kishah neged But here's the problem: that's not the battleground. That's not the battleground. In the highest places, that's what Yaakovinu wants to be. But that's not where esav. That that's not the cherub of esav. That's not the territory that he's fighting wars in. Where's Esav fighting? Where's the Kitschrig? Where's the Kayach of Esav coming from? Not from Bereshava. It's coming from the place of anger, from Charaim, from, from low places, from Chayshech. And so Yaakov V'nu is in the high world. And meanwhile, Esav is running amok in the lower places, causing a whole source of damage. In order for Yaakov to defeat Esav, Yaakov Vinu has to be willing to lower himself from his high Madragas to engage in the territory of Esav. So he says, He says, <laughs> So when Yaakov you know, wants to now confront Esav and love him to, and to destroy those klippis, <speaking in Hebrew> So he's not fighting with his madregas. That's not, uh, that's, you're not engaging. That's not engaging. <speaking in Hebrew> Yaakov leaves that place <speaking in Hebrew> that's called <speaking in> Ber <Hebrew> Shava. He goes to the place of Har and Pirish. The word Charona, as all this, the Tsar Khalsh itself says, the word Harana comes from the word charain, which is anger. Pier Shaya He's going into their territory. And that's where he was The In other words, in Yaakov Inu's case, it's it's a matter of physically moving from a place of Bershava to Haran. But what's happening inside is that Yaakov Inu is putting himself in a place of khaichek, of in a place of of difficulty. And that's what Yaakov Inu's available was to go into that place of Kheshach. And to fight Esav on his terms, so Yaakov Avinu is fighting with Lovan, and he's trying to hold on to Yashur's to be, uh, you know, to be honest in, in his work and so on. And, and he, was, he was not in Sheva anymore. I'm saying he's done the fourteen years of Shane Veiver. He's now Mamish and Chorinah, and Afal Pekin is be mechazik himself to be as truthful as he can while he has, is having those nisyanis. In other words, Yaakov in Sheva is not having any Nisayan of being honest in business. First of all, he's not doing business there. That's Aleph. But even if he would be, he's in Be'er Sheva. But then, then you're not really destroying the klepa. You're not really engaging in Esav. You're not helping anything. In order to engage in Esav, in order to really break those Klippas, you have to be tempted with being dishonest and not falpik, And you your Mechazah yourself. So Yaakov Vinu is, is, is doing this. Now the truth is he didn't do this on his own. He was told by Yitzchak and Rivka, and to him that's the Dvar Hashem, the Rabbani basically told him through his parents that you have to go to Haran. Yaakov would not do this on his own. And none of us would do this on our own. We don't put ourselves in situations of ponim or in situations of Nesiyonis in order to overcome them. But what the Rebbe is telling us is that that's what the Rav HaSholom does. The Reban HaSholom puts you, Davka, after being in a place of Be'er Sheva where you are building up your reserves, you know what I'm saying? And you're building up your, your you know, uh, filling up your gas tank. So now you go to Haran, and that's chay sheikh, and now you don't have the big madragas, but that's, that's where the Muhammad takes place, and you have to engage in that. I mentioned this other times, that, you know, the Reverend Rashab is, is a famous kunshus from the Reverend uh, it's called the Kunshus Havoida, where he talks about this phenomenon where people are davening and learning, unbelievable zachin, and then they leave the, the situation, davening and learning, and they don't see themselves being any stronger in terms of the Yitzhara. And he says, because the problem is that when you were davening and learning, you were in Be'er Sheva. You didn't even conceptualize Haran. You, uh, you, you, you weren't engaging in your Nefesh of Bahamas. You weren't uh, speaking the language of the Gulf. You were just talking Himalik. That's very nice, but at the end of the day, the battleground is going to be in Haran. And the Rabbi Shem puts you in Haran, and you have to, you have to make, be able to make heads or tails of that. And you don't have this in front of you, but the next page, there's a, there's a short piece. Maybe I'll just read it outside, because I, I th- in a certain sense, it's a continuation of this idea. Yaakov Vinu, again, he goes, he's on his way to Haran, he stops off by Beis HaMikdash, right, by the Harbais, he has the dream, and then he continues on his journey, so the Pasuk just, just picks off, on and now it says, okay, what did it look like when he was Vayel Harana, after the whole story with the dream, so it says, Vayisa Yaakov Raglov, Yaakov picks up his feet, and he's going towards the east, he's going to Haran, so it says he picks up his feet, what does that mean? So again, you don't have this in front of you, but just listen. Alder what this is hinting to us is this idea. And when Yaakov Avinu is going to Choron, his, his objective is not just a personal victory. He's not just going to haren for himself that he should be able to overcome his Esav and his Lavan. The Yisa Yaakov Raglov, Yaakov is picking up his feet. The feet means all of his generations, all low any single one of us that we're ever going to deal with our personal Esavs, our ability to overcome that is because Yaakov Went to Charan, and Yaakov went to Charan, not as an individual. He went to Charan. Veysa Yaakov Raghlov. He went. He took up humala kol all low people, and low places, low situations that would ever be. That's where Yaakov is going with that kavanah. Yaakov is thinking about us when he goes to Charan. Every single one of us, in, in individually and particularly, that's where we get our strength from. So he says, Veysa Yaakov Raglof. That's in the means that he picked up his feet. the The It's true that you could have uh, even the lowest Jew was full of mitzvahs. So why would I call them raglayim? Is that such a thing to talk about here, like your feet? The problem is the reason why I'm calling low yiddin feet. not because they're mamish low, but the problem is that because they're full of mitzvahs like a Riemann, but their mitzvahs are not—they're not going up. they're stuck. They're stuck in alamaze. So in that way, I'm calling them raglayim in terms of being stuck on the ground. That's them. They come from a much higher place, but they're stuck down here. Yaakovinu, with his Avoida by going to Haran and engaging in love and an esav on their territory and the mechazik himself in the nisyonis that love and and, and esav are conjuring up in their place. That's called the Yakov raglov. And he says who and Yaakov, and that type of tzaddik that's trying to lift up feet. That's a Yaakov the tzaddik who Ma'ilu raglov. He's picking up feet. That's his whole yud akev, right? To take Yidin that are in akev and to pick them up, all the way to the highest level of Yod. nasa arzah b'nei kadem V'yeylech arzah b'nei kadem means, you know, it doesn't say V'yeylech l'eretz b'nei kadem it goes out of its way to say artsa which we all know that last hey is the same thing as the first lamed, but why, why do that? The answer is artsa b'nei is also a hint that Yaakov went with Artsius. the arzah b'nei kadem, that Yaakov is going himself and putting himself in Artsius. why, for what purpose? Yaakov Evinu is happy to stay in Be'er Shev. Yaakov went to Haran for us, for all the raglion to to be able to give us the strength. We have to be makertoyed to that. We have to not just thank Hashem for, for giving us nishmas Yisrael, but we have to thank Yaakov Avinu for the mysterious nefesh that he does in this week's parsha to go to that place for 22 years to deal with the love. and Not for him. He, he didn't need it. Yaakov Evinu lo'ymes. himself was on the of kaitim achet. The only reason why Yaakov Avinu is doing anything beyond sitting in Be'er Shev and just dvekas is only because of Raglaim. It's only because of Yidin for us. That's the only reason why he did his avaida. He has to be And the more we're Machazik that akarsatayv, to Yaakov Vinu, the more we'll draw the strength of Yaakov That's nice. You have, to, you have to think of those terms. You have to be taif. The, 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 the tzaddik like that, he was mamish being lesher nefesh. For us, not, what, imam, it was not for himself. It was only for us. We should have all the that uh, comes from that. No, it was not, and he was willing to do it again, and, and, and it was for him. it was for us. He put him, just for us. Um.